The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. I believe I can fly I believe I can touch the sky I think about it every night and day Spread my wings and fly away I believe I can You're listening to Very Loose Women Good evening, listeners. You just heard I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly, which was the choice of one of our guests and is very fitting with uh, the rest of the show. So we are Very Loose Women and we have two guests on the show tonight. There's Florence Burton from the Women's uh, Resource Centre. Hi, Florence. Hello. And who runs the Women Speak Out project, which we're going to be speaking about tonight. And Andrea as well, who participated in the project. Hi, Andrea. Hello. And thanks for your contribution and music choice. Um, And she'll be speaking about... (laughs) I know, Emma, you're on the show as well. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Good evening, Emma. Hi, I was just going to say that I wonder if that's the first time that R. Kelly has been played on Resonance 104.4 FM. Is it, is it the first time it's been played on our show? Well, yeah, then I was about to say unless it's been on our show, which I think we were the only ones that might have played it previously. Yeah. So. Andrea will be speaking about issues she has faced with immigration, but more broadly, the political work and campaigning work she has been involved in. But first, before we get on to all of these very important issues, the smaller ones, gripe of the week, mini celebration of the week. I'm going to start with mine, which is that I'm currently doing a university course. I'm always griping about my course, but anyway, I've got deadlines coming up and I set aside the whole of Saturday and Sunday to do it last weekend. I didn't finish everything that I needed to do. It's due like next Monday. It's fine. It's going to be fine. It's definitely fine. On the Saturday, I was just really ineffective and I wasted a day. I'm just lazy and procrastinating. It's it's the story of our lives. Story. Yeah, speak for yourself. It's the story of our lives. How dare you? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, no, we can all relate to that. Uh, At least you got started early. I'm impressed with that. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Emma. Um, My gripe if I may, is that um, I've been giving and receiving a lot of electric shocks recently, and I honestly don't know why. <laughs> is um, it 100% because of my phone? Is nothing. I haven't touched your phone, God forbid. Um, but yeah, I just, I've been working in kind of special needs schools with children with special needs, and you know, I think it's very important to be quite tactile and like, not in a creepy way, but you know, like to reassure children, and I think it's really nice. Um, but it's not that reassuring when, when you like give them a nice, calm pat on the shoulder, you give them an electric shock, mm-hmm. and which has happened to me twice today. So, um, yeah, my struggle at the moment is electric shocks. Why are you so receiving. charged? I honestly don't know. Maybe it's my shoes, or maybe it's a carpet. I don't know. Um, Andrea and Florence? Uh, my gripe has to be the temperature that we are experiencing at the moment. I'm not uh, built for cold weather. You have a solid coat there, though. It's not literally solid, no. it's very furry. It's been through a lot, this coat. Um, it's, it's very furry, keeps me nice and toasty. And you are wearing it inside, Indoors, which does kind of levels, prove that yeah. um, you can't really handle the cold. <laughs> what about you, Andrea? Have you got a... Or a celebration, if you've got a small one. Mm. Been, like, having an off week from work and just, like, being able to chill my bed and just, like, watch as much telly and sleep and eat as much as I want to because I'm just, like, I have an off week where I'm not working, so that's really cool. That sounds like a proper Yay. celebration. That, yeah. that sounds like Ooh. a... Like a not a mini, like a, a real celebration. A real celebration. Yeah, a genuine one. Onwards with the show. Let's start with Florence. Can you tell us what the Women's Resource Centre is? So um, the Women's Resource Centre is the national umbrella body for women's organisations in the UK. Um, and that means that we provide uh, training and resources to small grassroots um, women's organisations uh, nationwide. And what's your role there? Um, my role is to do campaigns and communications. Um, and I run two campaigns. Um uh, one of which is called A Fair Deal for Women and the other one is Women Speak Out. 
So what, what do both of these campaigns do? Um, Fair Deal for Women is a collaborative campaign with lots of other um, women's organisations and we kind of pulled research and we've made um, seven asks of the government to change uh, seven different areas of women's <coughs> inequality. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, gathering statistics and campaigning on social media and that kind of thing. Um, and uh, Women Speak Out is um, a video project aimed at giving um, voice to women who've experienced inequality um, and also kind of trying to um, encourage them to challenge de decision makers and um, work with the media as well to challenge uh, stereotypes too. So that's what we're going to be focusing on tonight and that's how Andrea and you met, isn't it? Um, yeah. Women Speak Out. So how did the Women Speak Out project kind of come about? Um, I think through lack of um, representation of women's voices and um, also wanting to give um, women ownership of um, their stories as well because uh, there's kind of um, lots of the issues that we focus on in the project, things like disability benefits, poverty, um, domestic violence, um, any number of different issues, they often carry a lot of stigma and particularly certain sections of the media aren't particularly good at um, reporting on them. So it's kind of about trying to, yeah, that was that was kind of the, the inspiration behind it, I think, just kind of wanting to get women's voices out there. I think um, politics and the media is really obviously still male dominated that's no secret so it's about trying to trying to do all of those things and get women's voices out there are there any of the videos that you've made that kind of have a special place for you in terms of you know the participants or the you know the films that you've made about them um i think it's uh, the ones that have the most kind of resonance with me is sort of um when somebody's particularly moved or been particularly helped by telling their story. So lots of women come up to me and say that, you know, the, the whole process of them actually telling their story and having control over that, um, being listened to, but being able to get it off their chest, but also using the video to kind of campaign as well and sort of... Um, so they can t um, encourage other people to speak out or they can they can speak to other women and say you know I've been through this and and that's okay and there is support and they also can um, you know use it in a, as an agent for change as well um, which is something really important. Um, how do you get your subjects or participants maybe for this project? Um, I, we get them through kind of lots of different avenues. Um, one is through social media. Um, that's been really instrumental, actually, um, but also through um, our connection to other organisations. Um, so obviously the Women's Resource Centre, being an umbrella body, we have a membership of lots of other women's organisations, but also really good relationships with other NGOs as well. So, um, yeah, so we have, yeah, we, the people came to us through there as well. Yeah, And also, um, I remember you saying, we talked about before, uh, therapy and things like that and counselling as yes. well. So that's really interesting yeah. to tell us a bit about that. That's been really, really good. So um, lots of um, other women's organisations who give ther therapy and provide one-to-one -one support for women who have experienced domestic violence or sexual violence um, say that, you know, look at this project, it's run by a women's organisation. Would this be something that would be interesting to you to kind of speak out as part of your sort of therapeutic process? Um, and I think, yeah, that's been really, really great to, to have. I guess there's the, there's the trust because we're a women's organisation. So that's meant that um, people aren't afraid to, to come to us with their stories because they know they're going to be well handled. So for listeners who are obviously listening um, and they want to get involved, how would they go about doing that? So um, 
one way is they could um, phone up the Women's Resource Centre, and I don't know the number off the top of my head, but um, the, the email address also for Women Speak Out is um, womenspeakout at wrc.org.uk. Um, so you can email that, or you can go to the Women Speak Out website, which is um, womenspeakout.wrc.org.uk, and there's an option there to submit your story online. Um, Can you tell us a bit about the process of making the films and how does it work? So um, what happens is when a woman comes to me with um, a story to tell, I then get in touch over the phone and um, we have like a a mini interview and we discuss what they'd like to focus their video on. And then we kind of draft questions together about what they'd like to focus their video on. And that's kind of agreed between um, both parties. So, um, you know, women have control, but also so they have time to prepare and think about things that they really want to get across. It's important, especially with you know um, difficult subjects that's really important part of the process and then we go to a location of um, uh, the the woman's choice so usually in her home or perhaps a, a memorable place like a park or um, somewhere like that and I go with my filmmaker Dorothy who's fantastic um, she does all the camera work and the editing um, we go together and um, yeah, we'll make up a good team, yeah. Andrea just nodded there, just in case Dorothy is listening. Dorothy <laughs> sounds like a top person. She's great. Can I just ask a bit more about what kind of stories people are telling? Um, yeah, so we've covered many different things. Um, women who are speaking about um, being worried about changes to their disability benefits, for example. Um, a lot of women who have come and done videos as well about um, tied visa law. So... Um, I think that came in 2014 or 2012, I can't remember now, but it basically meant that women um, that are domestic workers, their visa is tied to their employer, and that is, uh, um, leaves women open to exploitation. Um, so I've filmed women who have experienced um, exploitation by their employees, employers um, and um, women who have experienced sexual violence and wanted to speak out about that, um, mental health problems, things like PTSD, being a young carer, um, racism at work, you know, any number of different things, housing problems. Um, and Andrea, you asked Florence a question earlier. Um, do you mind if I steal that? Or would you like to ask <laughs> or would you, it? Yeah, if you prefer no, to. you can ask her. Um, so earlier on, we, we kind of caught Andrea and Florence in an interesting conversation. And Andrea just asked her how doing the project of Women Speak Out has affected so Florence your your perception of the issues that your the women are facing and that you are tackling through the organization yeah I think it's quite a difficult question because it's made my perception of um, of policies completely different the project is obviously women focused and I had no idea before I started working at women's resource center the levels at which um, government policy is actually worsening women's equality in the UK so um, there's people like to think that as time goes on, progression is made. But unfortunately, with um, austerity policies and all cuts to public spending, um, actually really disproportionately affect women. So women bear, are bearing the brunt of 86% of cuts to public spending. And I just think that's a real, real unjust injustice. Um, so that's really changed the way that I look at policy making and also... Maybe, I, hadn't, I hadn't really thought about there needing to be a gendered analysis of, of government policy, but there really needs to be one. Um, and the same with all um, all other protected char- characteristics like race, disability, sexuality as well. Yeah. And you've actually recently published a report on this. 
Yes, so we, we've released the, um, the first of three reports. Um, the first, um, this one is talking about women in the economy and work and family life as well. And we've gathered statistics on women in the economy, um, work policy, childcare, things like that, and women's pensions. And we've used women's stories that we've gathered through this video project to kind of illustrate the, the statistics as well. So we're going to kind of uh, leap over onto Andrea's story now. Andrea, how did you hear about Women Speak Out and how did you get involved in it? Okay, so I met Florence at Spies, a community um, organization that helps vulnerable women and girls. And um, it's because I got my own project that I work on and I went to donate some things and then I actually wanted to get involved with the organization by volunteering. And then I met Florence like a couple of weeks later and we just kind of started talking. And then she just was like, oh, you know... Um, I'm doing a project on Women Speak Out and, you know, um, would you be interested in, like, doing an interview? And I was, like, you know, really flattered that she would ask me. And then, like, we just exchanged emails and we just started, like, talking about, like, what would I want to speak about and things. And she was just, like, a really cool person to speak to and just, like, gave me that, that confidence and just made me comfortable to talk about, you know, my issue. Can you tell us a little bit about what you were speaking out about? Yeah, um, I was speaking out about immigration and how it has affected me as a young woman and like how I got, you know, caught up with in the web of immigration and like how it has affected my life and like my family life and also, you know, how it affects my perception of how the government perceives me as somebody that's not born in this country and the challenges that I have faced being in the situation and actually not finding very much the help that I needed, you know, because like I might not have that the financial security to source those information. So it's really like put me between a rock and a hard place. And so, you know, Women Speak Out has given me an opportunity to like voice my opinions, to voice my concerns and to be, you know, a voice for other people who don't know what to do or don't know how to deal with that issue. And I was able to speak on it and share my truth. Um, on a kind of maybe general note, can you tell us what effects um, having kind of precarious immigration status might have on a person? Mm-hmm. I think like it has so many effects like emotionally it just kind of like you lose your identity almost in it because you begin to wonder if you are worthy of it in some kind of way um, depression definitely and it also opens you up to abuse in some kind of way um, abuse in relationships you kind of get into relationships because you know you need to secure yourself um, be it that you start having a family much sooner than you intended um, you get in work, involved with like working life if you can't work and if you do work you know there's an opportunity where you can be exploited because you don't necessarily have the right to work and so people will play into that and also like it just opens you up to a lot of like um, emotional abuse as well because you're in a vulnerable situation and you want to stay here but then you can't stay here and so you know it kind of opens you up to a lot of violence and I think that the government needs to kind of look at that you know because I think that there is an under route where there's like probably things that we don't know like that's why woman trafficking is happening and like you know so many things are happening behind closed doors that we don't see um, and what did you gain from the experience of being in, in Women Speak Out? Oh, so much. It just gave me like a new perspective of my situation and like, you know, gave me an opportunity to just kind of talk about it. But not only that, but to think like, you know, like actually 
I'm not the only one who's dealing with this and I could actually use my story to highlight, you know, just how blessed I am to not have been caught up in a lot of that, the things that other young girls do get caught up in, but also to actually showcase that, you know, like I am also a young woman who's got potential and ambition and I want to contribute back to my community, but I'm not able to do that because of having immigration issues and just how difficult it is. What are the kind of issues so you're not allowed to work for example what are these yeah. kind of issues that you're that you're facing? like you can't work you can't go to university you know the core things in life that you need to do you can't get any benefit you can't get housing support you basically have no life outside of having an identity and or a citizenship in this country like the things that we would normally have like for instance being able to have a bank account you can't have any of those things um you are basically robbed of a livelihood in some kind of way Mm -hmm. and your life is kind of sniffed out because you know you don't have those opportunities you can't study there's just so many things that you cannot like the ordinary things that go into work like having a little retail job it is outside of you because if you don't have an NI you can't work if you have health issues you can't get support if you've like literally everything revolves around you being a citizen and I understand that but it also leaves women open to just so much abuse it must be very powerful that you've kind of shared those issues in a video and other people can then watch that and kind of relate to that and think you know I'm in a similar position mm-hmm. and there's other people like me who are there how do these videos get spread like how is it that people can watch them and where can we go um we, you can go to the women speak out website um which is uh, womenspeakout.wrc.org.uk and um, we also share them on social media as well and um I'm kind of releasing them alongside the issue based reports as well so the videos about pensions and housing and disability benefits and ones around care have <coughs> been released alongside the first report that we released uh, last week and so more will be coming soon So you were, Andrea, in the video speaking specifically about the issues that you're facing with regards to your immigration status, but you've actually been very political on a range of, well, like a large number of campaigns. You gave me this leaflet earlier about uh, Martha's Helping Hand. Could you tell us a bit about um, these other campaigns that you're involved in? Yeah, so um, previously to starting my own project, I was volunteering with an organisation called The Inspired, and they give young people like myself the opportunity to take action and be part of a community where you are actually, you know, helping your community in whichever way. And so some of the campaigns that I worked on were like um, Beyond a Tin of Food, where like I actually got to go from door to door and talk to people about like food poverty. I got to sit down and talk to my MP about it. I've done like radio um things just discussions talking about like how the community can get involved i have done um young carers and like what it is to be a young carer um and also i've had a, i had a friend that i helped to enlighten her like actually you know you might be a young carer um and you know i've done another one with young people voting and like how it affects young people and why young people are not getting involved in the political discussion and so from there onward I just kind of got the skills and the confidence to actually tackle something that I cared about which was you know women and um, young girls and their health and their um, the way they feel about themselves especially when they are going through their cycle you know because that's something that is almost undermined especially when that whole thing with 
paying taxes on like pads came and out. We have a show on the tampon tax. Yeah, that Laura was cr- that just got me real angry. Mm-hmm. I was like, hold on a minute. <laughs> like this is not something that is my choice, but it's something that you're going to tax me on. That's a disrespect. And so I started Martha's Helping Hand, which is providing vulnerable women and girls with a hygiene kit, and we support we supply them with sanitary towels, toiletries, the basic everyday things that we take for granted and this is packaged and we bring it to um women's centers that's where i met florence and we give it to them and they hand it out to the woman that needs it um i started a gofundme page and people gave um very generously and we used the money to create our logo to buy more products to print t-shirts and leaflets and stuff like that and so yeah and it's going really well so if people want to find out more about the project, how can they get in touch? They can email me at um, Martha's Helping Hand at yahoo.com or they can find me on my Facebook at Andrea Damons and all the information is on there. There's pictures for days and lots of stuff for them to have a look at. Just, I guess, to both of you, how do you think we can encourage young people, maybe young women especially, to get involved in politics then and, and, and to speak out on these kind of issues i think like it's just about finding something that you care about and actually homing in on that and that will really give you like um give you a a a ground to stand on and then give you opportunities to speak on those issues i think that's something that you know find what it is that you care about and then you know when you know what you care about it will open opportunities for you to then discuss how and when and what things you can get involved in volunteering is a great way of having that outlet where you can actually face the issue practically i was going to say as well it doesn't have to be something big as well if, mm-hmm. if that's um it, it's intimidating in any way just having conversations with your friends with your mm-hmm. family with other people people on the bus anywhere just starting conversations and you know not being afraid to kind of speak out about stuff that you're angry about really that is kind of where it all starts yeah definitely my number one for getting kids involved in politics is making them watch news round Yay. i was just saying how much i love news round earlier <laughs> on today nice. that is very really, really very good. handy as someone who has been a teacher i have to say news round is something that it's a lifesaver no one really goes through the school day without watching it once <laughs> at least once i think yeah. they update it in the middle of the day they so. do yeah you can have your lunchtime news around yeah it's very very handy um and they even like provide little teaching packs for for us so but other good. news programs for children are probably available um probably. i just i, think, <laughs> I just don't know about them imagine that they are um, crazy um, yeah. That's actually all we have time for this evening. Thanks so much to both of you for coming. Thank you for so coming much up. for having us. It's been great. Thank, thank you so much. To follow up on the show, there's a Women's Resource Centre. If you type that into Google, you will find a lot of the things that we've been speaking about. Um, but specifically, this project is Women Speak Out. Um, so do you want to say that web address again, Florence? Yeah, sure. Um, it's womenspeakout.wrc.org.uk. And is there a Twitter? There is, yeah. It's um, at underscore women speak out. Uh, women we speak actually... out already taken? Uh, yes, I think it was, you know. <laughs> Too many women are speaking out. I take that back. That is definitely not true. Um, we <laughs> tweeted them earlier today. So if you do want to follow up, our, our Twitter handle is at VLW Radio. You're probably already following us uh, if you're listening to us. Um, and you can find Women Speak Out through that. Um, we're also on Facebook, obviously. Very Loose Women, revamped still. Here is Andrea's, not her second choice. It was actually the first one that she suggested to us. I was going to say second. But it's um, chronologically second. Yes, <laughs> that you will be listening to it second. Uh, it is Emily Sande breathing underwater uh, to play us out. So it's coming right up. And also thanks to Freddie for engineering our show. Thank you, Freddie. Thank, 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 thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank, thank you. Oh, thank let's you thank all us. the ladies. Woo. Thanks, ladies. <laughs> Hello.